Welcome into another edition of the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Steve's hometown Toyota in Ontario. I'm your host Brandon Bainey and coming up on this week's edition of the Prepcast, well I know officially spring sports season is underway but in some places we're still waiting for the snow to melt and the ground to thaw out so just indulge me for a moment here as we look back on what was an incredible basketball season. We will be joined by the Smith family, Hunter Smith, a senior at Cary High School. His older brother, Jake Smith, who starred at Dietrich High School in his prep days. He now lives in Rexburg. And their mother, Teresa Smith, she played her high school basketball at Shelley. What do these three have in common besides the obvious? They're all related, right? No, uh, they're all excellent at shooting the three ball, believe it or not. Yes, this is a story that... You have to hear to believe, and we'll have the Smith family coming up in just a little bit. Also on today's PrepCast, we will be talking with St. Mary's junior post Colby Renner. Yes, he was the hero for the Lumberjacks a week ago at State. Hit that game-winning three-point shot in the semifinals against North Fremont with just six-tenths of a second remaining on the clock. It was about 30 feet out, straight on top of the key, and it was only his third made three-point basket of the season. And so we were fortunate enough to have Colby with us on the IdahoSports.com postgame show following that broadcast a week ago at Eagle High School. We're going to replay that interview for you in case you missed it. And uh, quickly before we get to our interviews as well, just a couple of quick general thoughts from what was a pretty awesome weekend of boys state tournament action. A lot of chatter amongst the fans on a couple of topics. First off, the bracketing. Now, next year, the IHSAA will start to use the Max Preps rating system to seed the teams at the state basketball tournaments. We saw them do this in football uh, earlier this fall, and I thought it was pretty successful. So uh, there was some quirky bracketing going on. Uh, you know, 4A and 2A especially come to mind right off the top. I feel so bad for Skyline High School. One week after the Skyline girls were forced to play a conference opponent for the sixth time, Blackfoot, in the opening round at State, a game they lost, the Skyline boys suffered the same fate. They had to go up against Hillcrest for the sixth time on the season in the opening round, and the Skyline boys, like their female counterparts, also lost. Hopefully next year, those types of things will be avoided going to the Max Preps rating system, and I know fans are very excited about that. Also, new venues this year for state tournament basketball action. You know, traditional places like Bora and Boise High weren't able to host events this year because of the COVID-19 pandemic, so some new schools stepped to the forefront. Schools like Rocky Mountain and Mountain View, and, you know, I was at Eagle High School, and they did a great job. So it'll be interesting to see moving forward which 4A and 5A schools in that SIC, Southern Idaho Conference, uh, step up to host. I think every school is capable and did a great job and has great leadership and administration and all those things. Tournament really went off without a hitch. Third thing is, I think the fans like splitting up the state tournament competition, having the 1A schools go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the 2A through 5A go the traditional Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I know from a media perspective, Championship Saturday didn't feel as rushed, didn't feel as crowded. There was plenty of time after each game to uh, go interview players and coaches post game and still get ready for the next game. I thought it was nice. And I know the 1A schools want that spotlight in the Championship Saturday. Maybe there's a way we can rotate this thing, but I, I do like splitting it up. I think logistically it works a lot better. So those are my thoughts on what was a pretty successful state boys basketball tournament. We will talk coming up next 
with the Smith family, Hunter Smith, senior at Cary High School, his older brother, Jake, and their mother, Teresa. Pretty cool family story. Uh, before we get to the Smith family and Colby Renner from St. Mary's, though, got to let you know that the Idaho Sports Prep Cast is presented by Steve's Hometown Toyota in Ontario, where, for the 18th straight year, they've been named Toyota's President's Award winner for outstanding customer service. Don't forget to check out Steve's Hometown Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, in Fruitland, and Steve's Hometown Motors in Weezer. The Steve's Hometown Dealerships, proud to support the Hometown student-athletes as sponsor of the PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. Joining us now here on the Idaho Sports PrepCast, the Smith family. It's also on our YouTube channel if you want to check out the video. We've got Hunter Smith, who was a senior at Cary High School, older brother Jake Smith, who now lives in Rexburg, and uh, Mama Bear, Teresa Smith. Uh, she used to play at Shelly High and went by Teresa Guimar back then. Thanks for joining me. I know it's hard to get the the whole family together sometimes, but you guys have been in the news lately because of your propensity for shooting three-point shots. It's been pretty awesome. So let's start with Hunter. You just wrapped up um, a one-and-two finish at State with Kerry, a, a trip to the consolation final. And first of all, just talk about how exciting it was to get Kerry to the State tournament for the 16th year in a row. That's pretty impressive. Uh, it, was, it was very exciting. Like, uh Going into this year, like we we weren't even playing basketball just because of all the COVID restrictions with our uh, with our school and stuff. And then through the season, we were able to start getting games, and we were just really happy about that. And so we were just really blessed and happy to be playing, first of all. And so, um, and then in the district tournament, we kind of lost we lost a bunch of season games, and so we didn't get placed that well. So we were down in the bottom, and it was higher seed host, so we had to kind of work our way around in the tournament to get our way to state. And so. We, we had to go through, like, I think three loser out games. And so we got through all those and we were really excited to get to state. And so that was just an amazing accomplishment on its own. And we got to keep the street going. So <laughs> right, we were, we were happy to keep the street going. Yeah, it's the longest streak of any school at any classification in the state of Idaho, 16 consecutive trips. All right, and then you get to state. And while there's not as much team success as you would have liked, Individually, you had a lot of success. You were feeling it from the three-point line. T- take us through uh, that opening round game and and how you were uh, approaching that game in terms of shot selection. Um, the opening round game with Garden Valley, the team that eventually won state. Uh, I I honestly I had Jake's records and stuff in the back of my mind a little bit, but not really because the last couple of years, I think one of my issues was I thought about it a little too much. So this year, I was like, I'm just gonna go and just play basketball and see what happens. And so in the first game, uh, I just I just went in to try to make some shots, and uh, I started making them. And I I wasn't even really paying attention to how many threes I made. I was just kind of shooting and just shooting open shots whenever I got the open shots, and uh, they were just falling. And uh, and then the second half, uh, Garden Valley came out on fire and just absolutely obliterated us on the boards and everything. And so we were down by quite a ways. And I was like, well, I guess we're since we're Definitely no coming back when it was in the fourth quarter. We're like, we're probably not going to be able to come back from this. And so I was like, well, I guess I could try to go for Jake's record, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I got six in that game. I didn't get seven, but I got six. And so I got close, and the coach pulled me out at the end. But I was kind of disappointed I didn't get the seven since we uh, didn't really get the, the dub that game. But it is what it is. Yeah, Garden Valley, I think, could have beaten – I mean – a lot of two A, three A schools. They were that talented this year. All right, so you got six in the first game. Did that motivate you heading into the next game to try and get seven? Uh, kind of a little bit, but 
what I realized is if I thought about it too much, I really probably wouldn't shoot the best shots. And so I just wanted the next game relaxed and just waited for the shots to come to me. And that's what my coach told me. He's like, he's like, I've been in your shoes before chasing records. He's like, if you want, really want to get the records, just relax and let the shots come to you. Don't force the shots. And so that's what I kind of did in the second game. I just let them come to me. And when I was open, I shot it. And in the second game, I kind of just felt it felt pretty good. They were just falling. Yeah. And then uh, not only that, but there was also the record for most three-pointers at the entire tournament as well, which, uh, I mean, just with the first two games, you were very close to that mark. How, how did it feel to uh, set that new benchmark? Uh, it felt pretty good in the third game. It felt pretty good when I got it. But when we eventually lost that consolation game, it kind of didn't feel as good as I, I hoped. <laughs> I feel if we would have brought home a trophy, it would feel a lot better. But it was still it was still a good feeling. And it was, it was awesome to be able to uh, top my brother in that, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell me a little bit about the rivalry. You guys aren't that far apart in terms of age. I'm sure you've played against each other. You probably played over, what, 1,000 one-on-one games over the years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely played, played many. And that's honestly where I probably got – the best or developed a lot of my skills in basketball was just the one-on-ones with him and just at the school and on the playground. And yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's turn to Jake now, Jake, you're living in Rexburg now. Yeah. Okay. And when you went to high school, you actually went to Petrick <coughs> high school and you had a pretty awesome mm-hmm. career as well. A little more team success, your senior year getting to state with Dietrich. Uh, but you were the, you were the first one that came through and laid the ground you walked a mile so Hunter could come and walk a couple feet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great experience my junior and senior year. Actually, throughout the entire high school, uh, Dietrich has a great basketball program uh, with great coaches and staff. And so, yeah, all four years really it was a great experience playing in Dietrich. Yeah, what are your memories from uh, those tournament runs, the, your senior year, uh, getting all of those <coughs> records? Uh, yeah, senior year was pretty big because we were coming off just winning the state championship my junior year, and we'd only lost one senior. And so, I mean, we had pretty high expectations going into my senior year. Um, and eventually we fell to Genesis Prep um, by six points in the state championship. And so it was a tough loss. Um, but my junior year, I finished with 10 threes in the state tournament. And so it was one shy of the record at that time. And I remember when after winning state, my my coach Dale, he comes up to me, he's like, we're going to go get those records next year. And so going in the state tournament, I was just super aggressive. Um, I was just looking for any open shot I could take. Um, and um, I mean, I had the confidence that I can knock down any open look. And so I just let the ball fly and ended up shooting pretty well over the tournament, which we were pretty, which I was uh, really happy for the success that year. Even though we didn't quite finish the way we wanted to, um, honestly, look, just looking back on all the experiences now, like it's just, it was just like, it was a, a great ride with my teammates, the coaches, like it's uh looking back and there's nothing to be, to put our heads down upon and what we accomplished. So I'm very grateful for, for those experiences. And that was in, uh, 2017, you made that run with Dietrich. Yeah. Okay. And then what did you do post high school? Uh, right after high school, I left on a LDS mission. I went and served in London, England. And so I was there for a couple of years. And when I got back, I had thoughts of whether, you know, maybe pursuing uh, 
playing ball somewhere. Um, but then I decided to just come to BYU Idaho where um, and just focus on my education and where uh, education is pretty cheap and still have fun playing ball competitively here and there because they have a great intramural system here at BYUI in, in Rexburg. And so I've played a lot of intramural, um, especially pre-COVID. We were able to do a lot more of that. But um, so still getting my, my dose of basketball, I guess, but um, focusing on my education as well. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me go back to Hunter real quick. You, you talked about the season being affected by COVID. You guys got a really late start. How were you able to practice and stay fresh, even though you weren't having official practices or games? Um, and the coaches, they, uh, they, uh, they were wondering the same thing, how they could get the players to stay there for the long amount of time, keep showing up the practices. So we, uh, what we did was we worked really hard in practice, but, Every not every single practice we worked really hard. We didn't want to burn everyone out, and so we uh, we stayed motivated. We wanted we knew what we want. We wanted to get back to state and make a run of state again this year, and so we knew we were going to be able to at least do that. Because even though we weren't playing season games, uh, we knew we were going to be able to play in the district games, and so that was what our motivation was. Even if we had to play only one or two games, or maybe even zero games throughout the season, we knew we were going to be able to playing the district games and we know we were one of the better teams in the conference so we were we were really motivated about that and that's really what kept us going but yeah that's that's what you're looking for yeah and uh you got some recent uh exciting news as well what are your plans post-graduation uh post-graduation i'm planning to serve a mission an lds mission for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints in the brazil for Annapolis mission and i'll leave uh july 7th okay Weather-wise, Brazil. I don't know. That might be better than London. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weather-wise, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. So Hunter tied Jake's record of most threes in a game with seven, and you eclipsed Jake's record of most total threes over the course of the tournament with sixteen. Jake previously had fifteen. Jake, what was your reaction as you're watching this in real time, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, here he comes!" It's like, it's like a shark in the water, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because my senior year when we were, I was at Dietrich, I finished out school in Dietrich, but my family had moved to Cary, so Hunter was in Cary already in eighth grade, and I remember after the the state tournament, after I set those records, Hunter, as a little eighth grader, came up to me and was just like, hey, I'm coming for your records when I'm in high school, and at that time, I'm just like, I'm just like, haha, funny, you know, whatever, little bro. Uh, and then, you know, coming, coming full circle, like four years later, watching him at the state tournament and seeing him hitting all the threes. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Like he's actually might be able to be able to hit it. And even in the second game, um, you know, I was, I was, I was cheering for him. I was, I was super happy for him. I wanted him to have that success. And, um, obviously records are meant to be broken. And so, um, who better to break your records than your little brother. And so I was super proud for him for the way he showed out in the state tournament and the way he played. Absolutely. Teresa, as the mother of these two uh, outstanding young men, uh, how proud did it make you to see? It's almost like deja vu, right? You saw Jake excel and then Hunt, here's Hunter a couple years later doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. I'm super proud of my boys. They're just they're incredible athletes, but they're just amazing young men as well. And I couldn't be more proud. It's just it's fun. I've loved watching my my kids. You know, I've all my kids, my girls, they've all been great athletes. And it's just been fun watching um them succeed and, and excel and I'm going to miss watching them on the football field and the basketball court and uh, it's just been such a ride it's been great 
Absolutely. And you are no slouch when it comes to shooting the rock either, Teresa. You played your high school basketball at Shelly. Back then you were Teresa Guimar. When did you play at Shelly High? Uh, I was there in 1990 was my sophomore year. I actually, those two records that they broke, these guys broke their senior year. I actually, I broke those same two records my sophomore year. Um, I'm not as cool as them, though, because I didn't reach seven <laughs> in a game. Uh, back then, I don't think that it's almost like, I mean, I'm getting up there in age. It's it's like the three-point shooting wasn't as prominent, but um, I did love to shoot those threes. And and so my sophomore year, um, first game I broke, uh, I hit five. That was the, the record at the time was like four. So I hit five, which broke the record and then ended up believe it or not, it was pretty low. Like the, the whole tournament, like we, we had two games and, and we're out if I remember right. So I had five my first game and two my second game for a total of seven. And the seven broke the six of total in, the, in a tournament. So I ended up breaking those two my sophomore year. And of course they they didn't last long and stand long. I think within the decade, they were both gone. But uh, my junior year, it was pretty cool. So Jake won state his junior year. And my junior year, we also won state, took state. And that's the year that I um, was at the line and hit 15 free throws to tie the record right now. A gal from St. Mary's had it since 85. So it's been 30 years and still there. So it's kind of cool that all three of us will be in the record books together next year. Yeah, that's really awesome. And I, I think the really cool part is, is there was the individual success. And for the most part, there was some team success to go along with that as well. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and I can speak, uh, I know my boys feel the exact same way, but, um, you know, all the successes that we have, all the um, records, whatever, it's never done on your own. You know, I mean, I couldn't have hit those and these guys couldn't have hit those without their teammates and coaches and, you know, parents, community members. I mean, it takes it, it, the saying it takes a, a village to raise a kid. Same thing that goes for, you know, sports and records. I mean, it's never done on your own. Um, I definitely had incredible teammates and coaches that um, believed in me and, and, and helped me get, get there. I couldn't have done it. Definitely couldn't have done it without them. Now, Teresa, you were kind enough to share a couple of photos with us. I'm going to pull up the first one here. And for our listeners only, I highly recommend you go to our YouTube channel to check it out, but we've got, it's really cool. A side by side by side comparison of all three of you um, in the process of shooting. I got to say, Teresa, it looks like you've got the best vertical leap of the three. <laughs> That just happened to be a good picture. <laughs> but the the form and the technique is like eerily similar on all three of those. Did you teach them how to shoot or is it something they kind of discovered on their own? You know, um, I, I did uh, shooting, I guess, form shooting is, is kind of my forte. I, um, I did teach my kids at a very, very young age, uh, proper form, proper shooting form. And uh, we would work on it a lot. And uh, like Hunter said before, sometimes it was probably frustrating, but um, but it also was, uh, it, it was great. I mean, it was fun for me to have my boys and my kids so competitive. And especially as they start getting older, we just go to the gym constantly and shoot. Between my husband being a school teacher and me coaching, uh, we always had keys to a gym. And so we were constantly going over to the gym and, and just shooting and and it was just fun being able to have that competitiveness with my boys. They've got that competitive side that I've got. You know, they they have that desire to don't like to lose. You know, we're not sore losers, but we are, we work hard and and just competitive. And so it was always fun. We always got together and had a great time shooting. 
Yeah. Now before the competitiveness, uh, here's another picture. They were they were best buds. They were pretty cute. How how old are Jake and Hunter in, in this picture, Teresa? Jake is like four, and Hunter's just about. Mm, actually, Jake's probably more like yeah. Jake's probably about four and a half, and Hunter's probably about like mm, ten, ten, six, seven months, something like that. Okay. They're, yeah, they're about four <laughs> years apart. But and when did when when did the cute phase end and the competitive competitiveness and the and the fights start to begin? <laughs> you know, uh, these guys they've always been uh, pretty pretty close. I, I can say for the most part, we've had our our moments like all siblings do. But uh, for the most part, you know, it's been great watching my kids. Just they're they're great friends. You know, they love each other. They're uh, they're just always there and, and our family is just kind of our biggest, you know, we each support each other. And, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, they definitely have their moments like any siblings do, but, but for the most part, these guys have really been pretty, pretty close buds. Now it's not just Jake and Hunter. It's actually a pretty, pretty big family. Uh, we're going to put up one last photo here. Now you've got five kids and two grandkids. Is that right, Teresa? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Why don't you take me through everybody? Let's just start left to right back row to front row so did you say right yeah so riley uh riley is our middle child and she is actually on a mission right now in new mexico she's uh albuquerque new mexico mission and she's in las cruces right now and next to her is our oldest daughter kelsey and she and her husband next to her live in santa clarita california and those are their two adorable girls and then of course next to garrett we have jake and then Hunter and our youngest Shaylee, she is a sophomore right now. Okay, she's a sophomore, and yeah. does, she, does she play basketball also? She does. Yeah, okay. she yep. She played for me this year uh, on JV, and uh, was moved up to varsity and got to kind of sit and experience that at state. So that was pretty pretty fun. So yeah. you know, I, and 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 if I can, mm-hmm. I wanted to go back and say something real quick that I didn't mention in high school. So yeah. the cool thing for me is I got to play for my dad. Uh, my dad was the JV coach plus um, legendary coach Newell Sargent. I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, he was his assistant. And uh, that was just awesome. I, I had the, the most amazing coaches through you know junior high, high school, college, uh, but it was just pretty awesome. Coach Sargent was like another father figure to me and, and I couldn't say enough uh, praise about that man. Uh, he ended up passing away in 1997 of cancer, but um, it just, those, those memories that I have of, of playing for him and, and being with my friends is just some of the greatest memories I have. And, and I also wanted to just, you know, say that, uh, you know, when I was mentioning how, you know, you can never do this on your own. Uh, I just wanted to give credit to God because we wouldn't be here without the talents that, that he's blessed us with. And just hope that we can all be able to share that uh, and help other people along the way as we go through life. Absolutely. Yeah. Coach Sargent, the uh, gym in Shelly is named after him, the Sargent yes. Memorial Gymnasium. So Correct. yes, yeah, very cool. Very yeah, he's cool. a legend. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be on the lookout for the, for the next Smith member. It sounds like that junior year is kind of, the, I don't want to put any pressure <laughs> on the Carrie Lady Panthers next year, but that's kind of the, the magic year. It seems like Teresa. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jake, who's the better? Do you guys play horse, Jake and Hunter? Or I mean, what do you guys play? One on one. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Everybody gets involved. Right? <laughs> yeah, we play a little bit of both horse and one on one. I guess it probably just kind of depends. 
Who's better at the yeah. trick they, shot? They can, they can beat me on one and one but not the three-pointers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, has, she does have a point, though. Whenever me and Jake play horse or one-on-one, it's kind of sixes. We usually both win. He wins once. I'll win once. And then my mom, is just, I think I've beat Jake and horse more times than my mom. And I think he's beat me more times than my mom. Like, my mom, it's just hard to beat her in horse. She just <laughs> – she just can't miss from three, and it just gets frustrating sometimes. <laughs> you guys have a Do you guys have a hoop at your house that you uh, shoot on, or is it just in the gyms? We we did have a hoop. We did in Detroit, and then we moved, and then we kind of lost it. Yeah, we built but, a house here, and we haven't put one up yet. But we've always been next to a gym. Like in Detroit, we had we lived right across the street from the school. They were constantly at the basketball courts right across the street from our house, like constantly. Or we were in the gym with them. You know, we had the keys to get in the gym. And, uh, yeah, so they, they've constantly been raised at hoops. And here in Cary, you know, Hunter drives up to the school a lot, even on the outside courts and, and plays. And, and I, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I remember as well when we were younger, just because of the age difference, when we we're quite a bit younger, um, just because with the four years I have on Hunter, that uh, when, it, when we're at that younger age, uh, I would kind of take it easy on him sometimes and be like, and maybe let him win one or two games. But then I remember when it got to the point where I had to actually try to try to win, like he hit like a growth spurt and he got older and I'm just like, Holy cow, I actually have to try to, to beat him. And so it was, it was kind of funny from that point of view as well, just because growing up having like that kind of age gap and kind of just having fun with your younger brother. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's like as good as you. And I'm just like, Holy cow. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> yep. Unfortunately we all have that moment. Uh, growing up, we played baseball a lot. And I realized when I was a senior in high school and my younger brother was a fifth grader and he was striking me out in wiffle ball. I was like, this is probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when, well, uh, when, when, when we got married, my husband and I, you know, we talk about kids. I said, I've got to have at least five. I've got to have uh, my basketball team. So we had our five. I had my basketball team. <laughs> That's right. And two, and two coaches, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. T- yeah. Tell me a little bit about, uh, about, uh, your dad. Did he play high school basketball as well, Hunter? Yeah, he did. He did play some high school basketball. And then when he transferred to from Gooding to Shelley that year, he didn't play senior year just from all the issues of transferring over there. He actually grew up in Alaska, so he did play. Yeah, he grew up in Alaska. Wasilla, he Wasilla played a High lot School. in Alaska. Okay. And then he moved to Gooding for like, I think, a year. Yeah. And he played in Six Gooding. Months, yeah. And then I'm not sure all the places he moved to. It's a lot. And then eventually he ended up in Shelley's senior year. Yeah. And I think he didn't play senior year. So. And he has been an awesome supporter. Like, he's just, he, he's just an incredible teacher, incredible father, he's, husband. He's. He's amazing. He's a tough guy to beat one on one. He has that hook shot down in the paint. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's still a struggle with him. <laughs> he's that mid-range a- not shot. And he and he can beat me one on one just because he's tough, but not you know like we still battle it out on that horse and that shooting. <laughs> <laughs> it's all toughness, no uh, no skill. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's still skill. He's no, got skills. Yeah. no, he's got he's got good passing skills and good court vision. He, he makes some sweet passes when we're playing pickup. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like, uh, yeah, t- taking on the uh, the Smith family in hoops, that's that's going to be a losing proposition for pretty much any family, I feel like, in the state of Idaho. So uh, thank you, Teresa and Hunter and Carrie and Jacob and Rexburg for taking a little time to talk with me. Not only are you guys all very talented athletes, but you're also great people, which is, I think, the most important thing. So thank you. Thank Appreciate you. that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us here on the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. Uh, Hunter, good luck the rest of the school year. Finish strong. And Jake, good luck at college as well. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was a lot of fun. And as I said at the end of the interview, you know, those aren't just great basketball players, Hunter and Jake Smith and and Teresa Smith, their mother, but they're great people too. So yeah, we had an absolute blast. And that was just one of the great memories from this past weekend of the Boys State Basketball Tournament. The uh, other one we're going to highlight here occurred at the 2A level, and it came in the form of a game-winning shot from St. Mary's Jr. Colby Renner. So here's the situation. The number one and number two teams in the 2A ranks are playing each other in the semifinal round, St. Mary's and North Fremont. North Fremont is the two-time defending 2A state champs on a 29-game winning streak and undefeated in the current season. The Huskies had taken a one-point lead on a Jordan Lenz free throw with just over a second to play in regulation. Lenz had gone one of two to put St. Mary's uh, behind North Fremont, to put the Huskies in front, 43-42. to St. Mary's had to go the length of the floor in just over a second of play to try and get a chance at a game-winning shot. They threw a pass to half-court. Eli Gibson caught it in mid-hair, called timeout as he caught the pass, and the timeout was granted with six-tenths of a second left. That allowed St. Mary's coach Brian Chase to draw up an out-of-bounds play on the sideline and, you know, six-tenths of a second, basically a catch-and-shoot situation. Colby Renner, a junior who normally comes in off the bench only in the game because starting center Tristan Gentry had just fouled out in the prior play. So he is coming in cold off the bench for the final basically second of regulation. Fourth option out of four on the out-of-bounds play. He's the one who gets the ball about 30 feet out up top, ends up making the game-winning three-point shot. Afterwards, Colby was kind enough to join us on the IdahoSports.com postgame show. Here's that interview for you. Welcome into the IdahoSports.com postgame show. The St. Mary's Lumberjacks advance to the 2A state championship by defeating North Fremont 45 to 43 with six tenths of a second left Colby Renner hits the game-winning three-point shot for St. Mary's and we're joined right now by Mr. Renner our Idaho sports player of the game first of all congratulations how does it feel to come through for your team oh it feels amazing uh I was a floater my freshman year and went to state championship against North Fremont all we've talked about is getting them back beating them making it back there and showing what the North teams can do down here at the state tournament now I got to assume you're only you're only in there in crunch time because Tristan Gentry has fouled out. Yeah. So what are you thinking when he's fouled out and, and coach is calling your number? I'm just like uh, I got to step up and play how Tristan would. We ran the play and I was the last guy they probably wanted to pass it to. I've only shot one three pointer the whole season and this was my second one up making it. Yeah, I asked Coach Chase. I think he said you were option number four on the play. Yeah. So second three-pointer you've made this season? Yes. Do you remember the other one? Uh, it was at, like, the beginning of the year against Sam Point. 
we were probably 3-0 and at the time, so it's been a few games. Yeah, well, a lot of wins in between 3-0 and and now. Yeah. So what did Coach Chase draw up in the huddle for you guys with six-tenths of a second left? Uh, he, we were just going to run a screen on the two boxes for our guard, Eli. He's been popping off from three-point line, and North Fremont knew right away we were going to try and get the ball to him. And he just told me, he said, a good back pick for Grayson, our other guard, and then just look for the ball, and if I get it, shoot it. And Coleman's like, I passed it into you, and then I just stood there and was like, why did I pass the ball to him? And then he saw it go in, and last thing I know is getting tackled into the score table. Oh, uh, yeah, well, now Coleman looks like a genius, right? Yeah. He knew you were going to hit that. Assist of the game for sure. How exciting is it to get back to the state championship game after such a heartbreaking loss in the semifinals last year? It's really exciting. You know, we are looking forward to playing either North Fremont or Westside, getting back at either one of them. Those have been the two teams we've lost to the past two years. We've been grinding every day and just working our butts off to get down here and play. We're talking with Colby Renner, our Idaho sports player of the game. Hit the game winning, probably what, a 30-footer? Yeah. I mean, you were at the volleyball line, I think. Yeah, just about. Game winning three-point shot with six-tenths of a second left to propel St. Mary's into the championship, 45-43. Tell me a little bit about this group. It's a pretty tight group of, of players. Yeah, we've all been playing basketball together since sixth, seventh grade, AAU, summer leagues. So we're all close. We hang out pretty much all basketball year. We probably see each other more than our families hanging out, playing basketball at the park, going to open gyms. So we're a pretty close group. And for St. Mary's, 1960, the only other time that a state championship yes. has been won. How exciting is it to have that opportunity? It's pretty exciting. There's a couple guys that still live in St. Mary's that were off that team, and they talk about it all the time to our coach about how cool it would be to finally get one and bring it back to St. Mary's. So they're probably all really excited. Well, absolutely. Well, best of luck tomorrow night against either Ambrose or Wendell. Colby Renner, our Idaho sports player of the game, the game-winning three with six-tenths of a second. Let's go celebrate with your teammates. Yeah, thank you, guys. Well, as it turned out, the St. Mary's Lumberjacks would face Ambrose in the 2A state championship game last Saturday inside the Ford Idaho Center in Nampa, and the Lumberjacks would win their second state championship in school history just like the semifinals though boy they waited till the very end to do it final minute of regulation St. Mary's ended up winning 51 to 50 for their first title since 1960 congratulations to St. Mary's and head coach Brian Chase and Colby Renner uh, very exciting time to be a Lumberjacks basketball fan no doubt about it that'll do it for this edition of the IdahoSports.com prep cast presented by Steve's hometown Toyota in Ontario where for the 18th straight year they've been named Toyota's President's Award winner for outstanding customer service. Don't forget to check out Steve's hometown Chevrolet Buick GMC in Fruitland and Steve's hometown Motors in Weezer. The Steve's hometown dealership is proud to support the hometown student-athletes as sponsor of the PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. We'll be back at you next week. Don't forget a couple of All-Star games coming up to keep an eye on the District 5 Boys and Girls All-Star Games Monday night in Pocatello on IdahoSports.com and then the statewide All-Star Games up in Post Falls. Yes, the big cities versus the rest of the state. Metro versus everybody else. Girls, boys, there's going to be a dunk contest, three-point shooting contest. That'll be Saturday in Post Falls. Keep an eye out for that also on IdahoSports.com. want to thank the Smith family, Hunter and Jake and Teresa and Carrie for joining us, as well as Colby Renner, Jr. from St. Mary's. Until next time, I'm Brandon Bainey saying so long. The IdahoSports.com PrepCast.